Welcome to About Mansfield, your audio newspaper. I'm Steve Casillo with the March 1st, 2023, 162nd edition, always broadcasting from the Cellmark Studios along with Colleen Daniel and the About Mansfield news team. Coming up today, it's Mansfield news, sports, and weather for the upcoming week. And a little later in the episode, you will have a chance to win a $25 gift card to a local Mansfield eatery with our Mansfield trivia question, courtesy of Joe Jenkins Farmers Insurance. Let's take a look at the stories we're covering this week. City breaks ground on new police station. Council saves $20 million in new health care plan. We'll talk about it in a moment with the mayor. Mansfield Public Library receives Excellence Award. The city wants to know your thoughts on who should be performing at this year's Music Alley Festival. And in sports, Mansfield High School girls swim team earned state medals. We have the seven-day weather forecast. And in the talk segment, Steve concludes his talk with MISD Chief of Police Greg Minter. We are Mansfield's only source for news, talk, and information. This is About Mansfield. I'm Philip Washington, Chief Investment Officer of Stonehill Wealth Management and host of the Wealth Building Made Simple podcast. First book I read in college was Rich Dad, Poor Dad, and it changed my life. And since then, I've read tons and tons of books on money. And what I've done is taken those lessons, simplified them, And I talk about those lessons on my podcast, Wealth Building Made Simple. So come hang out with us. We're on every major platform, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and on YouTube, Wealth Building Made Simple. No matter your familiarity with buying or selling real estate, having an experienced, trusted advisor on speed dial is priceless. The Roger and Beth team of Century 21 Judge Fight is here to be that resource for you. Whether you're buying right here in Mansfield or your dreams are taking you elsewhere, we are ready to help you with turning that vision into a reality. To learn more, visit our website at homesinmansfield.com. That's homesinmansfield.com. This is Randall Kennedy, and you're listening to About Mansfield. Welcome back to About Mansfield. The city of Mansfield broke ground on the new police station and jail Monday afternoon, which will be constructed on Heritage Parkway near 287. The 53,000-square-foot state-of-the-art building and its two 7,000-square-foot support buildings will be located at the same location where the previous patrol and jail buildings stood. The facility will fulfill the wide-range needs, including a premier wellness and fitness room and outdoor space, a multi-purpose room that can be used for training and community events, a modern jail facility, and a top-of-the-line dispatch communication center. Construction is expected to take about 18 months to complete, with the design, construction, furnishing, and equipment estimated to cost $41 million. The Mansfield City Council held a regularly scheduled meeting on Monday, and with the recap, as we do every other Tuesday here in the studio, good morning, Michael Evans. Good morning, Steve. It's good to be here today, my friend. I I should throw in your title here. For those who don't know who Michael Evans is, Mayor Michael Evans, welcome to About Mansfield. And uh, starting off, this did not happen last night at the council meeting. You and uh, several other uh, council members took a trip to Waco 
and I'm sure it wasn't just to go see uh, Joanna Gaines and what was going on down in Waco. No, it, it was not to see jo- Joanna Gaines, but uh, we were in Waco for the last uh, three or four days. Uh, we were actually a part of a strategic planning workshop. Uh, we're getting ready, if you would, to just continue to uh, move our city forward. So, you know, one of the things that, that we like to do is to get away, think through things, and um, also reflect on what the citizenry, our residents, are asking us to do. How can we represent them? How can we help the city uh, to have re- those remarkable experiences that we, we often talk about and uh, we're trying to uh, actually make happen? While you were down there, I, I, there were a couple uh, st- staff potential projects and UTA students also did a project. Yeah, you know, actually, we, we had quite a bit going on because uh, as it concerns that, that workshop, during the workshop, for example, city council, we heard updates on the uh, city's uh, comprehensive uh, uh, plan. And, and again, uh, this included updates on the capital improvement plans for our streets, water, our sewage, um, high level overviews of economic development. Uh, the, our master, we talked about our master to thoroughfare plan and mobility plans, uh, some of which uh, was actually covered in our meeting on uh, the other night. Uh, We also uh, walked through the um, uh, same uh, future land use plan activities that were uh, provided to the public at last, uh, the the other Tuesdays, last Tuesdays, a public open house uh, meeting. So uh, quite a bit happened. I mean, we we heard staff as they presented potential projects uh, using the uh, ARPA funds uh, and um, a lot of this uh, will be discussed in our upcoming meeting on March the 6th. So it, it was it was days, I'm talking about, you know, 10-hour days where we were just talking nothing but but Mansfield. Uh, we heard uh, the results of uh, personnel-related uh, capstone uh, research projects that uh, UT Arlington students did uh, regarding uh, what is called compassion fatigue. Man, I didn't even know that existed. Wow. You know, but uh, that is uh, where, where persons who who are often uh, servants, who are often uh, th- those folks that that uh, help other people out in the community and otherwise, or even on your job, where at some point they get wrung out and you have burnout and things of that nature. So we looked at that and, and, and how you can prevent it. So um, we were hard at work those uh, past few days, and we want uh, the uh, residents of Mansfield to know that uh, everything that we did, it was was focused on the residents of our city and how to make our city a better place to live, work, and play, and also learn. Yeah. And, and speaking of 10-hour days, that uh, that includes Monday, where you started at 1 in the afternoon. Yeah, we did. We, we started our work session at uh, 1 p.m., and we discussed the uh, Street Capital Improvement Program and the, the different projects that that entails. And, and let me tell you something. You, you know, uh, that is that is a five-year comprehensive plan that we look at. So, for example, for this year, 23, and we know the year's already underway, we know that uh, – street projects are happening right now. But but sometimes if you don't put that out in front of the public, uh, you know, some frustration bills in that, you know, when are they going to fix this street or how long is this street going to be under construction? So what we did was we laid out uh, for the public what we often see in executive session where we have almost 30 projects that's going to be happening in 23 alone. We also highlighted the fact that uh, we're talking about uh, right at about 120 
$120 million worth of uh, street construction and improvements in the coming months and and years and uh, where those dollars all come from and how we're able to um, just improve on on our traffic and our streets, our infrastructure, things of that nature. Steve, I wonder if, if you knew that when we're talking about uh, um, constructing, uh, building construction, construction actually, excuse me, of streets and otherwise, do, do you know that it takes almost two years uh, for those projects to move from uh, inception to actually putting cement or asphalt or wherever we're going to put it on the ground? It takes, a, it takes that two long. Two years. About, about and, two years. Uh, if I recalled, the the repairs for and reconstruction of Daymire took almost five years, without a doubt. And, yeah, and, and we're still we're still talking about Daymire. Yeah, and it's it's but there's a lot of moving parts in that. And but yeah, five. That's okay. Yeah, <laughs> it's a lot of moving parts. But but you know what? I tell you what, though, we 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 transitioned from streets to. Awesome presentations of great people. That's right. That's right. You went to the groundbreaking at the uh, the police department, the jail. Let me tell you, that was outstanding. Yes, we're talking about a a, a public safety facility uh, that is going to f- once again uh, be the place, be be the house, so to speak, where all of our uh, 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 police and and we hope all of those who's working for the public safety of our citizens will be housed. Uh, and we also had a chance to see the new driving tracks. Uh, uh, we, we're seeing the new uh, fire uh, tower that um, is being built where uh, we're able to uh, um, uh, practice, you know, those fires and things of that nature. And, man, the list goes on. Our police chief did a great job, uh, Tracy Aaron, just in uh, talking about uh, what's coming in the future. So we're excited about that. It's about a $38 million project. Yeah. And um, uh, we love and appreciate our police and first responders here in Mansfield because they do an awesome job. After the groundbreaking, you went back to City Hall and you had a meeting with developers and what took place there? Yes, uh, we went back to uh, City Hall and uh, while we were there, we interviewed a series of developers uh, for the new public facilities that uh, will be built at um, the Lone Star 360 development. We're talking about sports stadium type venues. That, yeah. that, that's why uh, this upcoming uh, election is so important and uh, we, we really need uh, the, the approval and authorization of the uh, taxpayers to allow us more flexibility in uh, using those type A and type B uh, funds because we, we're looking at Mansfield being a place where actually we might have uh, sports teams, uh, pro, semi-pro, things of that nature right here in our own town. Huh. And uh, along with sports venues, we're talking about uh, uh, marquee hotels, uh, things of that nature, because we know that uh, our neighbor, uh, Arlington in particular, and we know that the World Cup is coming and and and, and more, more uh, sports events. Well, guess what? Mansfield is going to benefit from that. And sure. we just want to make sure that we are ready with hotels and we are, ho- are ready with entertainment venues, restaurants, and all of that good stuff. And maybe microtransit? 
Microtransit, yes. <laughs> uh, we we heard from we heard from uh, Trinity on uh, yesterday, and you know, there's been talk about uh, Via and all these things where we we talked about the uh, uh, minivans that uh, will be seen around town, but we don't know that yet. We don't know that yet. It's yeah. not hadn't been voted on yet, but but we did hear about the potential ridership, and also we had um, uh, senior adults uh, that uh, spoke to us about this and about the need for that and all. Also, those who have disabilities, and we heard from uh, our local nonprofits who just said, and they are, they are right, that we don't have uh, the capacity in the not-for-profit world. So we know that we're going to need help in that. And Mansfield is growing. Mansfield is growing. Now, let me say this. We are not in OT capital. We are not talking about buses in Mansfield, Texas. Oh my gosh. We're not talking about that. <laughs> We're not talking about that. We're talking about minivans, minivans. So when we say micro, we mean micro yeah. because you go from the minivans to a, a rail stop because we have two, three rail stops here in Mansfield. Believe it or not, can you believe that? That uh, one day we will actually have have trains running through Mansfield that would drop people off and pick them up, let the people spend their money here, and they can go back to their lovely abodes. That would be wonderful. Right here in Mansfield. So transportation is important, and we are facing and that and dealing with it. Finally, getting to the 7 p.m. meeting, uh, you recognized uh, a group of ladies who uh, deserve recognition. You better know it. We recognize the uh, Pickled Queens uh, and the members of the uh, Pickled Mansfield Society. And on behalf of our state representative, David Cook, uh, these uh, ladies, uh, they they have organized, you all know, the uh, Pickle Parade here in Mansfield. And we appreciate our state representative, uh, Cook, who is working with uh, the leadership in Austin who will help to make sure that Mansfield remains on the record books, remains in the history books, on record as the pickle capital of the great state of Texas. So we were able to offer resolution in that regard from uh, David Cook. And a little note to our listeners that the head pickle queen, the uh, Amanda Kowalski, uh, is going to be our guest on About Mansfield next week. That's going to be a great show, I know, because Amanda has the energy and passion uh, to help make that thing happen every year. That's right. Uh, fire department recognitions. Let's talk about that. Yes. You know, we were talking about public safety. So here's an example. We recognize several members of the Mansfield Fire Department who were instrumental in uh, saving the life of uh, Mansfield resident uh, Jay uh, Valente, uh, who uh, happens to be a police officer in Cedar Hill. Now, listen to this story. Mr. Valente uh, was attacked by a group of walls while he was mowing his lawn last September. He went into cardiac arrest uh, and, and, and was able to survive uh, thanks to the CPR that he received from his daughter mm-hmm. who was being coached by one of our Mansfield 911 dispatchers. Uh, he was transported to the hospital by our fire departments uh, who continued these life-saving measures. And listen, yesterday, uh, the other night, he was able to actually receive uh, that recognition, but also he returned turn thanks uh, to uh, the men and women of our fire department. And uh, it's uh, not known uh, around here, but um, we actually are above the national average when it comes to um, 
leading in life-saving measures. Uh, the national average is about 9% when people go into full cardiac arrest in regard to survival. In Mansfield, it's 15%, so almost double that. And again, it's because of the first-class uh, people we have working uh, for our uh, fire department and EMS. Let's talk about water utilities. Yes, um, the council heard from our water utility department director uh, regarding an energy-saving uh, plan, and um, uh, we hope to reduce uh, the electricity usage in 11 city buildings by about 34%. And um, that's almost a couple of million dollars in savings uh, to our uh, taxpayer. Speaking of savings to taxpayers, the health care insurance... We moved on to a presentation regarding how the city is saving our citizens uh, around, listen to this, $20 million by securing a new insurance company for uh, the benefits that we offer our employees. And uh, this is something that was, that was started by, it was initiated by uh, our uh, previous council. And what this council and mayor, what we did was we actually implemented uh, the program. And in the past two years, again, we, we've saved about $20 million. Now, you think about that. Uh, with that savings, uh, we've been able to do what? We've been able to lower the tax rate. With that savings, we also have been able to add uh, two more percentage points to our uh, homestead exemption, which now has us at about 12%. And of course, uh, the goal is to get to uh, the uh, um, the highest level uh, possible that is um, uh, authorized uh, by uh, state law here in Texas. So um, saving money uh, always uh, benefits uh, those of us who pay the taxes here in town. And we see them, we see the return in great city services. Next up was the consent agenda, and uh, then we'll get into the Elizabeth Lane widening. Yes, so we approved all three items on the consent agenda, and uh, we moved to a public hearing regarding a specific use permit for row houses in the uh, downtown district. And um, that's going to be, you'll see that on uh, right at about uh, half an acre, uh, located at 204 South First Avenue. And uh, we moved to a public hearing and a resolution approving and endorsing the uh, 2023 Community Development Block Grant Project for Elizabeth Lane. Now, Elizabeth Lane is one of our older streets here in town, and um, it's going to be widened just a bit, uh, along with uh, adding sidewalks uh, to uh, that um, that street, and it's going to be it'll, it'll make it a, a walkable street. We hope for our residents, those who live uh, in that area. Finally, on the agenda was a. Uh Finally, on the agenda, keep Mansfield beautiful, Commission. Yes, uh, after we um, after we tabled uh, uh, two uh, zoning change uh, uh, propositions, we did have uh, we concluded our meeting on a very high point by appointing board members to the Keep Mansfield Beautiful Commission. And I tell you, that was a wrap on our meeting on the other night. And if you don't mind, sir, please allow me to um, one. Thank folks for allowing uh, us to uh, serve them. That's myself and our other council members. And also, stay tuned because on March 6th, 
will be another city council meeting. So we're going to meet again uh, next week, and uh, we ask uh, the public to come and join us. That's right. You're taking spring break off, as most people do around uh, around here. And so the the meeting is not in two weeks. It's next week. That's right. The meeting is next week, and we look forward to seeing our folks at the meeting. And I tell you what, you know, you talked what uh, at the, at the beginning of this uh, this segment of ten hour days and. Monday night was definitely a 10-hour day. Monday night was a 10-hour day, but I tell you what, it was well worth the work. That's a moment with the mayor on About Mansfield. Um, Mayor Michael Evans, appreciate you being here. Thank you, and thank you About Mansfield. The Mansfield Public Library has received the 2022 Achievement of Library Excellence Award as the Texas Municipal Library Directors Association recognized the library's quality services, collaboration with community, and outreach to underserved communities with its top honor. Of 542 public libraries in Texas, Mansfield is one of 73 to receive this recognition. The award is judged on a library's impact in the community and ability to provide evolving services that fit today's needs, such as digital inclusion, community participation and leadership, literacy support, workforce development, innovative marketing, and more. Receiving this award continues a tradition for the Mansfield Public Library, which has been recognized more than 13 times. The Mansfield Public Library offers a variety of media for library card holders to borrow and holds a plethora of classes, clubs, events, and programs. The library underwent a major renovation in 2022 called the Library Renewed that included new programming space, new technology, furniture, and more. Organizers of the city-produced Music Alley Festival are seeking your input as to who should perform on the main stage this year. A website has been put together showcasing 17 nominated bands, including corresponding YouTube videos. Visitors to the website will have until Friday at 8 a.m. to vote for their favorite band. If you would like to add your two cents, we've posted a link to the festival band survey on our website, aboutmansfield.com, Just click on the Links tab. In sports, district history was made at the 2023 UIL 6A Swimming and Diving State Meet on February 18th as the Mansfield High School girls team is the first girls team in the district to earn a state medal as a team. Additionally, junior Elise Clift is the first female state swim champion for Mansfield High School. She earned a gold medal in the 200-yard freestyle with a time of 147 and a gold in the 50-yard freestyle with a time of 446. Overall, the Lady Tigers brought home five medals from the competition. Miss Clift teamed up with Gracie Walker, Katie Walker, and Natalie Doe to earn bronze medals in the 200-yard medley relay and silver medals in the 400-yard freestyle relay. Katie Walker earned a silver medal in the 100-yard butterfly. All totaled, MISD sent 25 swim athletes to the state competition. If you have a comment about the show, you know, the good, the bad, the ugly, give it to us. You can reach us by voicemail at 817-435-2938. Again, that's 817-435-2938. Leave a voicemail. We'll put your voice on the podcast.
or send us an email at news at aboutmansfield.com. Sunday, March 4th is National Grammar Day. Yes, Colleen, we're talking about you. We chose you specifically for this day, designated back in 2008 by the Society for the Promotion of Good Grammar. The observance encourages the use of correct grammar in both verbal and written language. According to the Global Language Monitor, the estimated number of words in the English language is about a million twenty-five thousand, and sometimes it's difficult to put the right word into action. For example, knowing when to use well versus good. Some people might suggest that grammar is a set of rules for language, but it's really a system for understanding language. Understanding the system and the structure helps us understand each other and helps us learn new languages. So this Saturday, in honor of National Grammar Day, don't just do good, my friends do well. Let's head on over to the weather desk and check the forecast for the upcoming week with the grammatically correct Colleen. I strive for grammatical excellence, Steve, but when it comes to forecasting the weather this time of year, excellence is not possible. There are too many possibilities and variables to feel good about anything other than maybe the next day. So, Let's take a look at our fantasy forecast for the next seven days in Mansfield, Texas, which may or may not represent the actual weather we'll experience. We've got some rain coming through Wednesday afternoon that might turn slightly severe far to the east of us, but Thursday is looking like a 70% chance of rain with a level 2 severe weather risk for Thursday afternoon and evening with a chance of large hail and damaging wind, so you're going to want to keep an eye on Thursday's weather once it gets closer. Our highs continue to bounce around. We're looking at a high of 74 degrees on Wednesday, 78 degrees Thursday ahead of the front, 58 degrees Friday behind the front, 63 degrees Saturday, 68 degrees Sunday, 74 degrees Monday, and 75 degrees on Tuesday. Coming up after the break, we turn the page to the features section. I'm Angel Biasati. Spring is almost here and a time to revitalize your body with some spring in your step. And we'll talk about it in Methodist Mansfield News to Know. What's ahead for the real estate market in 2023? We'll discuss that and more today on the Mansfield Real Estate Report. In this week's Cocktail of the Week segment, I'll be talking about a cocktail that will wake you up and mess you up. We are Mansfield's only source for news, talk, and information. I'm Colleen Daniel, and this is About Mansfield. At Methodist Health System, every person we treat Good morning, class. is a vital part of the communities we call home. Table for two. That's why we're dedicated to exceptional, innovative care. From robotic surgery and advanced oncology to helping you find a healthier path. And hold that pose. Three, two, one. Being there when and where our neighbors need us. The doctor will be right in. That's community and why so many people trust Methodist. The housing market is evolving as interest rates rise to meet inflation. Speculation abounds as to what the future may hold. Do you have a trusted advisor? The Roger and Beth team at Century 21 Judge Fight should be your first call in all matters concerning real estate and the market. We specialize in residential real estate for both buyers and sellers. With industry partners across North America, our resources and expertise can turn the home you've been envisioning into a reality. Visit our website at homesinmansfield.com to learn more. That's homesinmansfield.com. 
congratulations to Tom Ritter, who was the first person to email the correct answer to last week's trivia question. When was Mansfield ISD established? According to the City of Mansfield website, 191 Mansfield voters cast ballots selecting the first Board of Trustees on May 22, 1909. The trustees were charged with the responsibility of bringing the public schools into existence. Tom has won a $25 gift card to a local Mansfield eatery. When we come back, this week's trivia question, this is about Mansfield. Hey, it's Steve Casillo. I want to take a second to tell you about Podcast Mansfield Recording Studio 3.0. It's where we record and produce the About Mansfield podcast episodes. What started out as an audio-only studio, Podcast Mansfield is now a full-service audio and video recording studio, complete with custom green screen backgrounds, two high-definition cameras, editing, mixing, and mastering capabilities, and we can also help market your podcast. Podcast Mansfield is home to such great locally produced shows, such as Wealth Building Made Simple, We Are TPM, and Wealth Think Tank Television, just to name a few. So whether you're a hands-on person or just need a place to record your podcast or need advice from concept to completion, Podcast Mansfield is here to help. Conveniently located on Heritage Parkway just off of 287 right here in Mansfield, mention the About Mansfield podcast and you get to record your first episode at no charge. For more information on starting your podcast, or if you're looking for a better place to record, Podcast Mansfield Recording Studio can be found on the internet at podcastmansfield.com. Hi, this is Joe Jenkins with Joe Jenkins Farmers Insurance, specializing in auto, home, commercial, and life insurance. I was born and raised here in Mansfield, Texas. We're active in the community, and Mansfield's a town we really care about. Our office has over 30 years' experience in the insurance industry, and we're passionate about what we do and about customer service. For a free quote, please visit our website at joejenkinsinsurance.com or give us a call at 817-472-6058. Once again, that website is joejenkinsinsurance.com. It is, right now, time for the highly coveted, wildly popular About Mansfield trivia question. You know the routine. If you are the first person to email the correct answer... To trivia at aboutmansfield.com, you will receive a $25 gift card to a local Mansfield eatery brought to you by Joe Jenkins Insurance. Whether you're looking for homeowners, auto, commercial, or any other type of insurance, Joe has helped the Mansfield area residents understand the insurance coverage that best fit their needs since 2010. You can find him on the internet at joejenkinsinsurance.com. By the way, as I've mentioned before, not every winner submits their answer on Wednesdays. So if you're listening Thursday, Friday, Saturday, give it a shot. You may be taking home a $25 restaurant gift card. Let's get to this week's question, Colleen. Well, Steve, in 1958, the city changed the name of downtown's north-south thoroughfare that you know today as Main Street. This week's trivia question is, what was Main Street called prior to 1958? Email your answer to trivia at aboutmansfield.com. Again, what was Main Street called prior to its name change in 1958? Good luck, and thanks to Joe Jenkins Insurance for the gift card. Hi, I'm Taronda Hillman, and you're listening to About Mansfield. Welcome back to About Mansfield, your audio newspaper. Let's open up the features section. Angel Biasati is here with some tips on how to put an extra spring in your step in today's Methodist Mansfield News to Know. 
Angel. If you try to work out and you're just not feeling it, try utilizing a fast song with strong tempo to help you get the most out of it. Strong beats can bring your heartbeat up and help facilitate your workout. Songs like Eye of the Tiger, When a Fire Starts to Burn, Night by Night, Keep the Car Running, Times Like This, Here It Goes Again, Rhythm Nation, Temperature, they could just be the trick you needed to get you going. A healthy body translates to a healthy mind, and studies show that those who exercise regularly have better cognitive health. Your workout should include the basic cardio, flexibility, strength, and balance training if your doctor allows. Being active gives you more energy as the endorphins combat stress hormones and promote well-being. Even getting out to walk has health benefits. Exercise also reduces the chance of you being diagnosed with diabetes, cardiovascular disease, cancer, and helps diminish pain due to arthritis. So don't delay. Here are a few spring exercises to consider. Swimming. It's a form of cardiovascular exercise and enhances your endurance and your flexibility. Exercise in water provides resistance to muscles and joints without adding unnecessary tension due to the buoyancy of water. Moving through the water stretches and strengthens the arms, the backs, shoulders, and legs. Try to engage all the different muscle groups. Water aerobics also offers cardiovascular benefits and strength training. It aids in arthritis and joint pain as water has natural resistance. Your strength, balance, and flexibility will be improved. You can jog in the water, do bicycling with noodles, standing push-ups, leg lifts, arm curls, and flutter kicks, to name just a few. You can also try yoga. Different yoga poses can help your overall strength, endurance, and balance. You can YouTube them, go to the new YMCA in Mansfield, or a fitness center for beginner's classes. You can also try chair yoga, which has less tension on your joints and bones. Another low-impact exercise with an emphasis on concentration, core strength, and alignment is Pilates. There are several classes offered here in Mansfield. Pilates helps your balance and improve flexibility while developing your core strength. Tai Chi is also another type of exercise. It puts you in a tranquil, relaxed state as you make slow, fluid movements in various poses. This exercise boosts your balance, your flexibility, and strength. It's gentle on your joints and ideal for those with hip, knee, ankle, and back problems. Even a simple game of catch can enhance your hand-eye coordination and increase arm and upper body strength. So don't wait to be invigorated and begin your spring journey to fitness today. Reporting for About Mansfield, I'm Angel Biasati with Methodist Mansfield News to Know. Realtor Beth Steinke peeks into her crystal ball for 2023 in the Mansfield Real Estate Market Update. Beth? I was having a little trouble deciding what topic to cover today on the podcast, so I decided to talk to my adult son to ask him what would he like to know. 
Demographically, he is 31 years old, married with two little ones. He and his wife currently own a home that they built in 2020. And this was his question. I'd like to know where the market was a year ago, where we are now, and where you think it's going. Of course, I laughed and said, if I could tell you that, I'd be a rich woman. But he quickly repositioned my thought process by saying how much they might like to make some different housing decisions. But because everything in the market feels so very confusing, they aren't sure whether they should stay put or pull the trigger on a move or what. Well, that got me thinking, if he has these kind of questions for life planning purposes, so might you. So let's see what we can unravel and uncomplicate together. I decided to check in with the experts. I consulted the National Association of Realtors with its team of economists and researchers. Likewise, I consulted the Texas A&M's Real Estate Center and various news and media outlets. Forbes says, it's a confusing and conflicted market citing the economy, quote, the economy, which continues to be pulled in all directions by high inflation, steep interest rates, ongoing geopolitical uncertainties, and recession fears, to name a few. End quote. Texas A&M research team says that housing affordability remains at an all-time low. National Association of Realtors says buyers are not out in mass shopping, but available inventory is really low. They also say rents are at an all-time high. The Wall Street Journal reported this week that rents are expected to decline as the biggest deposit of new apartments are delivered in the last 40 years. My anecdotal information is that the homes that remain on the market are somewhat overpriced according to the buyers I'm showing, but a number of sellers are gearing up to start listing their homes, so we should see inventory levels rise, which in turn may bring the buyers out to shop. I could go on and on, but the consensus is that it is anyone's guess what will happen with housing in 2023. But my opinion is that our market will continue to have a strong performance, especially here in the Mansfield area. But you've got decisions to make. What do you do? Most of the buyers and sellers I see moving right now are not moving because it's economically advantageous. They are moving because they have grandbabies they want to be closer to, or they have other family they want to be near. They have health challenges, or they need something different from a home rather than keep the house they currently have. They are making lifestyle choices, not financial ones. And truth be told, that's my recommendation. Make the housing decision that's best for the life you want to lead. No one should feel trapped by their home because they want to time the market perfectly. Well, why not try to time the market? I did what any person in 2023 would do when they have a huge life decision to make. I asked ChatGPT to see what their answer would be. So the question I asked that AI program was the following. What are the pitfalls for trying to time the real estate market in 2023? And this is what Skynet told me. Real estate markets are notoriously difficult to predict. Economic, political, and social factors can all influence demand and supply of real estate, making it difficult, unpredictable, and costly to attempt to time the market. It is important to approach real estate with a long-term perspective and to consider a range of factors beyond market timing. Well, I couldn't have said it better myself. So I say to my son and to you, make the move that is right for your family when it is right to make it. We will work really hard to make everything else fall into place for you. Now let's get to this week's Mansfield Real Estate Market Update. As of February 27th, 
There are 75 active and available homes for sale in Mansfield, excluding new construction. That number is up from 30 in April of 22 and down from 130 in January of this year. Homes this week range from a $200,000 mobile home with the list topping out at nearly $1.2 million. Last week, 20 homes sold in Mansfield with an average sales price of $582,000, representing 98% of asking price. Those homes were on the market for an average of 99 days, but when we take out new construction, only eight homes closed with an average sales price of 503000 and 48 days on market. It's important to make the distinction between new construction and existing homes as the data can be miles apart and difficult to interpret otherwise. You've got real estate questions. We've got some answers. Please send me a message so I can give you a shout out in an upcoming segment. Send your email to info at aboutmansfield.com. For the About Mansfield podcast, I'm Beth Steinke with Century 21 Judge Fight. Shaken or stirred, either way, you know it's going to be good as Brian Certain serves up another freezer door cocktail in the cocktail of the week. Brian. This week's cocktail of the week is the Freezer Door Espresso Martini. A couple weeks ago, I started a new series on freezer door cocktails. And if you haven't caught on yet, if the term is new to you still, a freezer door cocktail is an all-in-one pre-mixed drink right in the liquor bottle that can be made ahead and left in the freezer until it's ready to serve. Again, thank you to BHG.com for some of my background information in preparing this series. And this week's cocktail is actually a repeat from June of 2021. So if you want to go back and see the history of the espresso martini and where that opening phrase came from, please don't hesitate to go back and look. The full description is there, and I know that you'll enjoy it. But for this week, don't worry about taking any notes, as I'll be giving out the ingredients and the instructions, and as always, posting them on bourbongospel.com. So this week, the Freezer Door Espresso Martini. You're going to start with a full bottle of vodka, and you're going to pour off about 10 ounces. You're then going to take a funnel and pour in three and a half tablespoons of espresso powder. The reason we're not using actual espresso is it's too much water, and it will freeze and not make it a drinkable or freezer door cocktail. We're then going to add nine ounces of coffee liqueur, something like Kahlua. And then we're going to add one ounce of water to simulate the dilution while making the cocktail. Shake very thoroughly and stick in your freezer. To serve the cocktail, take the bottle out of the freezer, make sure the top is on tight, give the bottle a few shakes to make sure that no separation has occurred, open the bottle and pour into a chilled coupe or martini glass. As always, I'm open to hear your take and your input. You can reach me at bourbongospel at gmail.com. And until next week, as Mark Twain said, too much of anything is bad. But too much whiskey, well, that's barely enough. Reporting for the About Mansfield podcast, I'm Brian Certain. Hi there. My name's Angela Thorne with Moses Movement, and you're listening to About Mansfield. Welcome back to About Mansfield. I'm Steve Casillo as we make that transition from news to talk and in the studio today, we present part three of our interview with MISD Chief of Police, Greg Minter. All right. You moved to Mansfield, 2004, the year Timberview opened. Yes, sir. That was my first assignment. And you're, you're, you're still Officer Minter. Still Officer. Uh, all right. You're working at Timberview. Um, how did you get from, I, I would assume, just like the Azel teacher 
worked his way up to super uh, superintendent. You worked your way up from officer all, uh, up to chief of police. I did. And so, uh, it, you know, I told you I had kind of a expertise mm-hmm. whenever it came to juvenile law. Uh, and so that, that carried over here. And even coming here, there were things that uh, I was aware of that Mansfield ISD Police Department uh, wasn't. And so I brought some of those things forward. And so we started implementing certain things. Uh, as time went on and going from Timberview to Summit High School, uh, and then we had an investigator's position that opened up. Uh well, I was an investigator when I was at Hazel, mm-hmm. and even an officer here, I did my own investigations. Uh, I didn't need the department investigator to do that. Uh, I did that. I could I could fill out my own warrants. Uh, I, I'm, so that kind of transitioned to the investigator position that came open, uh, and I put in for it and, and became an investigator here and did that for uh, several years until a sergeant's position came open. And this was when uh, Mike Lehman was here as our chief police Lehman. chief. Yes, sir. Yeah. And so I became a sergeant and rocking along after so many years. And I'd be lying to you if I tried to tell you how many. Uh, Jimmy Womack became chief of police when Mike Lehman retired. And Jimmy came on and... Uh, created a uh, position, lieutenant's position. And so I put in for that and was promoted to lieutenant. And a few years later, uh, the title was changed to assistant chief uh, for good reason. So if a lieutenant is calling another police department and wants to talk to an assistant chief, because that's really their position, yeah. even though it's not called that, you typically get pushed down to a lieutenant. And what you're wanting to talk about is something that an assistant chief would have knowledge on, not necessarily that lieutenant. And so the title changed. I became assistant chief. Uh, and then after uh, Chief Womack retired, uh, I put in for chief of police. And Dr. Cantu started as superintendent uh, a month before uh, I became chief. So she's the one who actually promoted me to chief. I was interim chief at that time. That was actually one of my questions. Is, so Dr. Cantu is your is your boss? Yes, sir. All right. So the, the MISD police department falls under the umbrella of the, the Mansfield ISD? Yes, sir. All right. So, as a matter of fact, the education code states that the chief of police must report directly to the superintendent. Do you have to go ever in front of the board of trustees and make presentations? And There are times I've made presentations at board meetings, not as chief. Uh, I haven't had to do that yet. Uh, but years ago, the 2011 bond, whenever we decided to put cameras, controlled access on all of our campuses, I was in charge of that project. Yeah. Uh, and so when it was finished, I went in front of the board and did a did a small presentation on the cameras uh, to show them uh, the ability of the cameras, that kind of thing, and, and uh, how many we had, controlled access, and that kind of thing. Uh, most of the things that we deal with, because it's safety, security, uh, is in closed session, uh, where yep. 
we don't talk about it publicly uh, because we don't want individuals being able to to make plans. Sure, sure. And the cameras, I I've seen the cameras. They've been up now for many years. I walk my dog. Um, I may walk around Mansfield High School, and yep, there are the cameras out there, and 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 I notice they they follow you around. They're motion censored. Uh, they do a lot of things. <laughs> I would assume they are doing uh, facial profiling and and. I can neither confirm nor deny. All right. Fair enough. Let's go back to officer. Your first gig here in Mansfield was on, on Timberview High School. Um, probably, I'm going to take a guess here and say the most difficult day of your career took place on Timberview High School. It did. Can you talk about it? Uh, to an extent. Yeah. Uh, still an open case. Oh, okay. Uh, still, uh, uh, as a matter of fact, uh, and a lot of people don't. Well, they do and they don't. So as a school district police department, uh, the state requires us to enter into an MOU, Memorandum of Understanding, with any other uh, entity within our jurisdiction. So when I say that, I mean your Arlington Police Department, Grand Prairie Police Department, Mansfield, Kennedale, Tarrant County. Uh, So we have MOUs with those agencies that kind of spell out the expectations of what they're going to do Mm -hmm. uh, on the police side and what we're going to do on the police side. So at that time and still currently, our MOU with Arlington uh, states that if it's on our property, it's ours until I give it up. Yeah. And there became a point in time uh, on that day that I gave it up. Uh, there wasn't, you know, we're we're specialized for a school district. Okay, right. so our focus is to make sure that we have officers on every campus. Every one of our high schools has two officers uh, because of the size of the campus, the number of students, uh, the square footage of the buildings, the fact that there's outbuildings, uh, the number of vehicles in the parking lot, that kind of thing. So um, we don't have all of these specialized units. I have three investigators. That's their full-time job, mm-hmm. doing investigations. But I don't have uh, other specialized units that a larger police department like Arlington or, or even Mansfield would have. And so whenever we deal with things, there becomes a point in time, depending on what it is that we're dealing with, that me we may want to hand that off to another department. Sure that has those kind of specialized units and, and the number of personnel that can deal with that. Uh, and there became a time on that day that uh, uh, it was, it became Arlington's and Arlington's alone. And whenever that happens, uh, Arlington takes over the investigative part of it. And uh, it actually belongs to Arlington police department, that investigation. So talking anything Along the lines of that, I would refer things to them. Sure. When MISD was in charge of the 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 situation, what were some of the things that you w- were going through before you handed it off to Arlington? The, the number one thing is the safety of every individual that's on that campus. Sure. And making sure they're safe and, and they remain safe. Uh, so we talked about technology. Uh, the cameras, the controlled access, that kind of thing. So uh, we can review those cameras at any time, either live or recordings. Mm -hmm. And so that happened immediately. And so we had individuals that were going back, looking 
trying to locate certain individuals. Uh, and once we were clear that there was no longer a threat to anybody on campus and the focus became, let's get these kids reunited with their parents and let's let Arlington try to locate the person of interest. Yes, sir. Uh, then that's where it split. Okay. And so things became reunification for us. All right. So it went from the safety and security aspect and not knowing to, yes, we know they're going to be okay now. Now let's get them reunited with their parents. Let's deploy the buses to the campus, get the the students on the buses over to the Center for the Performing Arts. Yes, sir. Where the parents were waiting. And um, I heard a lot of good things about the, uh, the MISD Police Department that day. You know, I did, too. And, and I'm proud of uh, of our officers. I'm, I'm proud of how we handle things. Did everything uh, go right that day for no, the police department? No, nothing ever goes totally right. Yeah. Uh, you know, and we're in a fluid job. Mm-hmm. Uh, things change constantly. And so you're, you're constantly, you can plan for this, but then this happens. Uh, well, what you do is you plan for not knowing. Right. Okay. You can't plan to know everything all the time. So you have plans in place. Uh, when you don't know when something happens, how are you going to react to it? How are you going to respond to it? And so the plans that, that we have in place uh, and had in place worked extremely well for us. Uh, the, as you know from, from the different incidents that happened uh, over the years and, and uh, today, there's a lot of response from law enforcement. Uh, I'm talking hundreds. Mm-hmm. Uh, once the information gets out, law enforcement's aware of it, they're coming. And uh, just the, the mass support that we have uh, and had that day uh, was just unbelievable. Uh, but we had it both at, that lo- at, at the school and at reunification. Right. So, I mean, it was just, it's unbelievable. The MISD police... The officers are badged, licensed police officers, not unlike a Mansfield police officer. Correct. Can a Mansfield police officer write, for example, write a citation on the campus of MISD? And then in reverse, can can an MISD police officer who just happens to be driving on the streets of Mansfield stop a speeder or uh, another person and write a ticket off campus? Yes. Yes. And, and, I mean, the shortest answer ever, yes. <laughs> it's yes. So uh, <laughs> we, we have the same authority as, say, a Mansfield police officer. Uh, our authority is the 95 square miles of the school district. Yeah. So within the boundaries of the school district is our authority. Kind of like a Mansfield officer, theirs is the boundaries of the city. 36 square miles. Correct. So we also have jurisdiction anywhere that we own, rent, or lease property. So if we have a basketball team that goes to Austin, uh, we have jurisdiction at that hotel. We have jurisdiction at the venue that they're playing. 
Uh, same thing for any other sport, any other field trip, uh, our buses. But w- is it common for an officer to go down to Austin? It is. For, really? Wow. Okay. Did not know that. Yes, sir. Yeah. We, we take the safety of our students pretty seriously. Awesome. So when the the marching band goes to Corpus Christi, uh, an officer goes down there with them? If we're asked. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. We do a lot of not only our facilities, but where our kids go. Yeah. Um, You know, and think, so there's a lot of uh, entities that rent our facilities after ours. Right. I mean, we have great facilities. Why not? Our HOA has a a meeting at Willie Brown just next week. Yes, sir. And we rent the facility. Mm -hmm. We have uh, other uh, sports Mm -hmm. programs, teams that uh, aren't related to Mansfield ISD that use our facilities. Uh, And there are times, a lot of times, that we have officers assigned to those events. Uh, It's, you know... Not just the the safety and security of our students, but we also look after our property as well. That makes sense. Let's talk about one of your hobbies. Sure. Because you showed me some photos on your phone just 40 minutes ago that blew me away. You're a woodworker. I am. Um, How'd you get into that? You know, it's boredom. Boredom. (laughs) I mean, I don't like to sit still. I need um, something to do. And I yeah. like creating things. Yeah. And uh, if, you know, I've got kind of a, a saying that I always go by is I don't pay somebody else to do something I can do myself. Mm-hmm. And uh, even to this day, uh, I'm on my own grass. I fixed my own things at home. Uh, now, whenever it comes to HVAC, yeah. I'm going to call somebody. Uh, I'll do more damage. Uh, if if I try to play with it myself, but you know, making things uh, from picture frames to bars to uh, you know windmills, I just I enjoy doing things. That's that's my downtime. That's my get away from work thing. Where if I'm focused on that, then I'm not focused on what I do at work, yeah. and uh, I just enjoy it. So to me, uh, as a musician, my way of getting my brain away from work is picking up my guitar and letting my music just take off. Man, I wish I could do that. And so (laughs) um, I could teach you. But uh, so yours is taking a chunk of wood and and running it through a table saw and creating. It is. And it's that's an art in itself, too. No, 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 no. Don't, don't, don't shake your head. I I would love to be able to play an instrument and I cannot fathom that. I mean, my hands and my brain, I I just can't do that. Uh, I've tried to pick up a guitar and uh, uh, you don't want me to do that. (laughs) So, (laughs) so I I enjoy creating things uh, out of a chunk of wood or a piece of metal uh, from fire pits to uh, you know, taking a whiskey barrel and turning it into a, a bar uh, to, I mean, you name it. Are you for hire? Uh, no, not not to that extent yet. No, that, that's kind of a, a retirement plan. Okay. So. And how far away we are we from retirement? Uh, probably four or five years. 
then we we can call the retired chief to make me a bar. <laughs> I would be open to that. <laughs> I would. That is awesome. That you again. You showed me some photos of of the the whiskey barrels and that that look. Some of them looked like they were cut in half, and you did stuff with them. And and the um, uh, I said laser etched, but you gave me another term for the metal plasma cutter. Plasma cutter. Mm-hmm. And your work is fabulous. Well, I appreciate that. So if you talk my wife and let me buy a laser etcher. <laughs> I'd surely go for that. All right. <laughs> Is there anything that you would like to throw out there? You, the mic is open, whether it's a shout out or something that uh, maybe a question I didn't ask. If, uh, before we uh, before we say goodbye, the mic is open and it's all yours. No, I just, uh, you know, I appreciate the fact that you, you allowed me to, to come here and do this. Uh, just getting people to, to know that we exist uh, is difficult at times. Uh, a lot of people don't know that there's 63 officers uh, with Mansfield ISD Police Department. Uh, we're not a small department. Uh, in the state of Texas, we would be considered medium. Uh, so we're here for the students. We're we're here for the parents. We're here for the staff. Uh, just any way that uh, that we can get our name out there and the fact that we exist, uh, I appreciate that. Uh, and we're here 24-7, just like any police department. I've got dispatchers around the clock. Uh, they need anything. So when the campuses are closed for two and a half weeks for the holidays. I still have officers here. You're still on the job. Still on the job. Still have dispatchers here. Yeah. So uh, we're kind of the hub during those times for the school district. Oh, that so, brings up another real quick question then. Mm-hmm. When someone dials, uh, there are two different sets of dispatch. There's Mansfield Police mm-hmm. and Mansfield ISD Police dispatches. So anything uh, like on a cell phone, mm-hmm. home phone, uh, business, that would go to Mansfield Police Department. Uh, if somebody in a school picks up a school phone and dials 911, that, too, goes to Mansfield, but it also rings to us. Hmm. And we've got a function that we call, it's called barge, that the phone rings in our dispatch. We pick it up and listen, and we can take over uh, because we know the campuses, we know the locations of the rooms, things like that, uh, and and kind of assist in getting an ambulance there or a uh, fire truck, or if it's police-related, then we notify our police officers uh, who are more than likely already there. Yeah. So. Everyone who sits right there in that very chair goes through what's called the lightning round. And you're no different. So uh, uh, this gives the listener out there a really in-depth view of who Greg Mentor is. It's a very simple exercise of this or that. And if you are willing, we will uh, conclude our interview with our lightning round. Hey, let's do it. Very good. We start with night or day? Day. Walking or running? Walking at this point. You need both. <laughs> Netflix or movie theater? Netflix. What are we watching on Netflix? Westerns. Okay. Car or truck? Truck. City or country? Country. Classic art or modern art? Who? Neither. Neither. Classic, probably. Pancakes or waffles? 
Pancakes. Summer or winter? Summer all day long. Laundry or dishes? <laughs> dishes. Sunrise or sunset? Sunrise. And Chief Mentor, what's your favorite ice cream? Oh, chocolate chip. Any favorite brand? Bluebell. Of course. Mm-hmm. Fascinating. Mm-hmm. I've enjoyed the hour with you, and, and I appreciate you being on About Mansfield. Well, man, I appreciate you having me here. Coming up next week on About Mansfield, we will talk in studio with yet another outstanding Mansfield resident. I know who it is, and you will just have to wait until next week to find out who it is. It's going to be a good one. As always, this is the place where you hear the latest Mansfield news, sports, and weather. Until then, don't forget to like, follow, subscribe, share, love, support this podcast. If you haven't already, so you never miss an episode, it's free and it's easy. Head on over to our website, aboutmansfield.com. You will see it right there on the homepage. Enter your email address. Boom, you're subscribed. We will never send you any spam. We promise. About Mansfield is recorded at Podcast Mansfield Recording Studio. Hosts, Steve Casillo and Colleen Daniel. Moment with the Mayor feature, Michael Evans. Science reporter, Dennis Webb. Sports, Jonathan Dodd. Methodist Mansfield News to Know, Angel Biasati. Mansfield Real Estate Market Update, Beth Steinke. Cocktail of the Week, Brian Certain. Post-production editing, mixing, and mastering, Steve Casillo. This podcast is copyrighted by Podcast Mansfield Recording Studio for the private use of our audience. Any other use of this podcast without written consent is prohibited. Thank you all for listening. On behalf of the entire news team, I'm Steve Casillo, and this is about Mansfield. Mansfield.